Welcome to the Nourishing Amy podcast. I'm Amy Rankin. I am an emotional intelligence and life coach, a speaker, a creator, and a wellness chaser. I have created this podcast for you to learn habits, mindset changes, and get really actionable takeaways to find out who you are, what lights you up, how you can love yourself again, and how to live your best life. Give yourself the space to welcome in more self-care and confidence, reduce feelings like overwhelm and stress, and let's find your sparkle again. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hello and welcome to episode 93 of the Nourishing Amy podcast, another fun episode for you today. I had actually heaps of fun looking up a whole heap of different questions and stuff like that for this episode. Today, I'm going to talk with you guys about conversation starters. Now, this is actually kind of mixed in with my recommendation for this week because my idea for this episode came from a shameless podcast episode. So let me just get the name of the podcast episode for you. So this their podcast episode over on Shameless was released on the 19th of August and it's called Four Big Questions. And it was really good. Like it's the normal shameless uh layout of their podcast. So they've got all of their stuff they talk about beforehand, but they have listener questions or things that listeners write in with. And one of their listeners had written in with four questions that they find really help to create meaningful conversation with uh, between themselves. And I thought, wow, this is so interesting. Like, I know I have touched on this before and we've spoken about in another previous episode other ways to start conversations other than like, hey, how are you doing? Like, how are you going? But I don't know, this just kind of reinvigorated this idea for me. I think especially because, you know, we're in week 10 or something of lockdown now. And I'm just like, gosh, how many times can someone say like, oh, how are you doing? Or how's work? And it's kind of like, just exactly the same as what it was 10 weeks ago. (laughs) Like nothing's really changing that much. There's not really that many like big goals like being achieved and stuff like that because there's just so, so much is so similar at the moment. And so rather than just, you know, moving through our kind of groundhog day that it can feel like sometimes, we can still have the opportunity to do activities that really light you up, like um, do things that make you feel connected back to yourself and your self-care activities or back to the other people in your lives. And it kind of got me to thinking, also, I know I mentioned last week, I rewatched I Am Not Your Guru by Tony Robbins. And that also created some thoughts around like, oh, like I really want to have like meaningful conversations, not just like those surface level conversations, especially, uh, you know, with Aaron and I and stuff like that. So we had some opportunities over the weekend to kind of ask each other some of these questions as well, which we found really interesting. And it really did create like a bit of a flow of conversation after that, that was like, oh, wow, well, now that I think about this, what about this or this aspect and all that kind of stuff. So it was very cool. And I thought I would share some of these. Now, I the, the Shameless podcast that I'm recommending, they, of course, talk about four questions, which is why it's called the four big questions. 
I'm not going to recommend any of those questions because you can go and listen to that episode yourself and you can have four more. But off the back of that, I really started to kind of do a little bit of a deep dive and research into other ways that we can start conversations or questions that we can ask to really start to generate some of that meaningful conversation or connection with somebody else more than that surface level of like, how are you? Or how's work going? Like, what have you been doing lately? Um, Because I think as well, like a lot of the time, it's just like we're on autopilot. When someone says, how are you? It's like, yeah, I'm pretty good. But it's like, well, are you really? And like, even if you're not, have you really thought about why you're not? Can you explain that to somebody else? Like, how do you feel about having that conversation? That's like a whole nother kettle of fish. So I want to run you through 10 different conversation starters or um, conversation topics, I guess, or questions. And I've also then got just like randomly, as I was kind of scrolling through Pinterest as well, I found some funny, like, would you rather questions? So like one or the other type things, which I thought like, that's always a classic conversation to have. Um, Always like sometimes like a fun drinking game to be playing as well. If you're like getting back together with friends and you have have a game of would you rather um, although I don't know why, but some, a lot of the time my would you rathers always end up getting like a bit sexual towards the end as well. So I've got some ideas for some that are like just lighthearted and fun. But before I jump into the would you rathers, let's look at my 10 questions that I have picked. Now, I won't go too deep into all of these and give you what all of my answers would be because this episode isn't all about me, but let's have a little bit of a conversation about it. So my first one, and I know one that I have mentioned in another episode before, and one that was taught to me from the amazing Ryan Drake, who has actually been interviewed on this podcast episode, on this podcast, sorry, before. My number one question is, what has been lighting you up lately? The reason that this is my number one and the reason that I want to touch on it again with you as well is because it automatically puts your brain into that perspective of thinking about the good stuff. Instead of someone just saying, hey, how are you going? Like, how are you? How's things been? And you're like, yeah, pretty good. Feel the difference when you ask yourself that question. What has been lighting me up lately? Your brain is automatically searching for those feel-good fuzzy emotions, like that good stuff that's been happening, the things that you've been really enjoying or really liking. So that's why I love this question and why I really wanted to include it again in this episode, because it's my favorite question to ask, to be asked. It pushes me out of my comfort zone as well sometimes. Like sometimes I'm not in a great mood or sometimes something's got me feeling a little bit off or Ollie hasn't had a great night sleeping and I'm tired and I don't feel like the best version of myself, but to give myself the opportunity to ask myself these questions to really change that perspective, what has been lighting me up lately, that changes that perspective straight away. Number two, who had the biggest impact on you growing up? Which I think is really cool. Like that kind of brought back some nostalgic memories when I was thinking about this. Obviously, as I was writing these ones down, I was kind of thinking about what would my answers be for these as well. And it's really nice. Again, it kind of brings in that like gratitude and those warm, fuzzy feelings for a lot of us of like, yeah, this person did have a really big impact on me growing up. And that's like a really nice thing to be able to reflect on and think about why they had an impact on you growing up as well. 
Number three, this is one that Aaron and I got talking about for probably like an hour or two over the weekend. What is your top five memories? And that actually feels like a really hard one because it's like, whoa, out of all of my memories that I have, like if I just had to pick five. So we actually ended up making it a little bit more general. And then we got more specific and we, because we've done quite a bit of traveling, Aaron's done heaps of traveling. And so I said, what about if we just think about apart from like life in general, what's your top five travel memories? And then that got us on a bit of a roller coaster that we were like, oh, this time and then this time. And, you know, it's just really nice to kind of read live those beautiful memories and again a bit of that like nostalgia and like oh remember when this happened or yeah just like remembering really nice moments that we have been able to have with friends or family members while we've been away really enjoying life going on holidays like not having to think about work and all of that kind of stuff so yeah, a bit of a tangent. So ours ended up being what our favorite travel memories were and why they were our favorite moments. I will share my, I would say, well, like I can't choose a number one because I've got quite a few that are like my absolute top faves, but I just, I really vividly remember walking into the Disney store, which is crazy because like how many other stores did I walk into in America? But I just remember so many people telling me that I had to go to the Disney store in New York while we were in America and that it's like three stories or something, maybe four stories. And it's just like amazing. It's just an absolute like children's heaven. It's such a nice, fun place to be. And I remember like, you know, it's in Times Square that like New York really is for a lot of like movies and TV shows and things like that as well, like that pinnacle of like, you know, America kind of thing. When you think about America, a lot of movies and TV shows are really centered around New York as well. So we had done, we were, so we traveled America for three months. New York, I think was maybe week like four-ish when we were there. So we'd been there for a few weeks beforehand. We'd traveled around and stopped at other places, which was absolutely amazing. But I wonder if it was just because it was like in my mind, I just was like, oh, so many people have told me that, you know, this Disney store, you just have to go there, you know, in in, um, New York. And I actually walked in and started crying because for me, it was so emotional. There was so much blood and sweat and tears that had gone into saving for that trip away. Like three months away from work is a big amount of time to take off work. Um, And to be like not living in your own country and away from like all of your family and friends, basically, it was a big, big thing to do. And I would recommend the experience to anybody if you have the opportunity to do a really big traveling trip because it absolutely changed my life. It was amazing. But I just remember walking into that store and feeling like, holy shit, I did it. Like everything over the last, you know, two years has been worth it. Like I was working sometimes four jobs to be saving my money for that. I was also paying off a massive loan, which is a huge long story that I'm not going to get involved in, but um, 
there was a lot of different thoughts and feelings and emotions attached to that loan. And I was still paying that off. And there was just a lot of things that had happened. And it had always been a dream of mine to travel and go over to America. And I just thought like, it's just never going to happen. There's too many other things happening. And I just never thought I was going to achieve it. So for me, to have had that goal for my whole life and to have thought for, you know, 28 years really that it wasn't going to be possible and it just was always going to be like a dream of mine that I had that one day maybe it would happen. That moment of realization of like, oh my God, like I, I did it. I'm here. I'm living my dream right now. I will never forget that feeling. I was so proud of myself. I was so proud of all of the hard work and the effort and the energy that went into getting myself to that place. And to be honest, in that moment, I felt like if I can achieve this, I can achieve anything. I can do anything. For 28 years, I thought this was never going to be possible. And only a few years later, here I am. And I'm so happy and so proud of myself. So yeah, I would definitely say that's up at my top, like memories, um, as like travel memories, especially there's so many, but that's definitely right up there, up the top, that sense of pride for myself. So if I can share that with any of you guys in the hope that maybe you think about when is a time that you have felt really proud of yourself or you had a moment that you were like, yes, like I've done this thing. I'm working so hard on this thing and I'm achieving. And yeah, it's just a really beautiful moment for you to reflect on uh, and a, a way to be proud of yourself and bring in that sense of like accomplishment or achievement or gratitude for yourself. Alrighty, number four, how would you behave or what would your habits be if you were the best in the world at what you do? So if you think about something that you love doing, it could be anything. It doesn't have to be work. Like when I say when you, if you were the best in the world at what you do, think about like a habit or um, something that you do that you really enjoy. So it might be cooking breakfast. Maybe on Saturday mornings, you love getting up and cooking breakfast, or maybe you love recording podcast episodes or posting on Instagram or painting or doing yoga or running, like whatever it is, something that you love doing, how would you behave Or what would your habits be if you were the best in the world at that? Now, of course, it can be work. If you love your work and you love your career, yeah, of course. But let's think outside the box a little bit for that. It doesn't necessarily have to just be related to work, but it's interesting to look at, well, oh, like how do my current habits now not align with that? And is there anything that I would maybe change up when I think about that? Number five, what is one of the things on your bucket list? Ollie's waking up. I don't know if you can hear him in the background. I'll have to go and get him in a minute. So yeah, number five, what is one of the things on your bucket list? Oh, I've actually got another one that I haven't put a number next to here. So let's get, you've got 11 questions here for you. Number six, describe yourself in three words. And then with the other person or people that you're having this conversation with, get them to do the same for you as well. Ask them and be curious with them. What would your three words be um, if you could describe me? Number seven, what is the first thing you do when you get up in the morning and why? 
I always find this an interesting question because everybody has different morning routines, right? So I gain inspiration from what other people do with their time and how other people spend their lives. So that could be an interesting one. Like some of these are quite simple, but some of these questions are also really in-depth. This is a bit more of a simple one, but it's interesting to look at what other people do with their time and their routines, why they do that as well. Like I, I think the question why is at the end of so many of these these questions here. And that's really the important part is like, it's all well and good to know what someone does with their morning routine, but why do they do that? What's their inspiration for that? And is that something that you can take on board as well? Uh, Number eight, what is something everyone loves, but you secretly find overrated and why? I love this question. I'm actually going to put this as a question box on my Instagram tonight. So come over and share your answers if you want to on with this one, because oh, when I read this, I was like, oh God, this is a good one because it's quite polarizing. It's also interesting. It's a little bit funny. Like I said, these last few podcast episodes that I've done, I've just really want to make them a bit more lighthearted and a bit fun, you know, like mindset and mental well-being doesn't have to be heavy and hard all the time. Um, and yeah, I think this is just a really, really funny one. So something that everyone loves, but you secretly find overrated. It's such an interesting conversation started that one. And I think, um, the potential is there for some really funny chat after that one as well. So I'm going to open that one up over on my Instagram tonight. Like I said, I'll pop a question box up. So come and get involved in that. But I'll also um, open up a chat in the Facebook group as well. Let's come and um, create some fun chat together. All right. Number nine, what is the last show you binge watched? And what did you like about it? Again, that second half of the question really makes this one, I think. So what's the last show that you binge watched and what did you like about it? Now, you guys know if you listened to the last episode, uh, sorry, two episodes ago, I've been binging Lucifer again because I love it. I love the episodes. I love the characters. Sorry, they're so funny. Um, But yeah, what did you like about it if you were binge watching it? Or maybe what did you not like about it if you didn't like it? So interesting one. And again, I think with lockdowns being so prevalent for so many of us at the moment, if you're listening to this episode when it gets released, there's a lot of shows being binge watched at the moment. Maybe a lot of old nostalgic ones, but a lot of new fun ones that are coming up as well. Uh, Number 10, what is your biggest goal and why? I love this one. Again, it's another one that's a little bit more in depth, but I love hearing about people's goals, things that they want to achieve, things they want to be doing, and also why. That why question, again, so important, helps them to get reconnected and reinvigorated with their goal, but also can give you a point of kind of contemplation of like, oh yeah, like that, that is really interesting. Like, you know, I really feel more connected to you now that I know why you have this goal and why you want to achieve it, why it feels special to you. And also then if you notice that that person is on their way to achieving that goal, you know, you feel really proud of them. You want to cheer them on. You want to like help them achieve that goal because you know their why behind it as well. And number 11, if you could go anywhere in the world, where would it be and why? Of course, the world is such a huge place. There are so many beautiful places to visit, whether that is in your home country, in your hometown, 
or whether that is somewhere that you would love to go traveling. Why is that? Like what makes that place special to you or somewhere that you would like to travel? And yeah, share that with somebody. So, well, there you go. You've got 11 questions. So you've got a bonus question in there as well. Uh, see how you go with some of those. Maybe write some of them down, keep note of them and really give yourself the opportunity to have some deep and meaningful conversations away from, you know, the TV screen, our social media distractions, all that kind of stuff and really have some really beautiful conversations with some special people in your life. Now, I did mention that there is some would you rather questions as well. So these ones, again, like just funny, lighthearted questions that you can start off some conversations with. So beanbag or hammock, what do you prefer? I feel like I want to say hammock for that one. I don't know. I just imagine like feeling really nice and relaxed. Actually, the last hammock that I was in was over in Bali a few years ago. I think it was not my most recent Bali trip, but the one previous to that. And oh, it was just so beautiful. We were laying like along the beach. There was these beautiful hammocks under these palm trees and just relaxing and we got a massage and it was really, really nice. Just a beautiful, relaxing self-care day. So yeah, I'm going to say hammock because it reminds me of that memory. And I just feel like, how can you not be chill when you're in a hammock, right? Uh, Beachside life or city life? This is a little bit of a polarizing one. I know if there's any of my friends listening that there's going to be uh, different friends on either side, like different sides of the camp here. I know for me, I'm definitely more of a beachside life, although I guess like mentioning traveling America for so long really gave me an appreciation for city life as well. I really had never really understood or appreciated city life before traveling over there and um, just experiencing some of their cities. We did some really amazing walking tours through San Francisco and Chicago Um, And yeah, it just gave me a really deep appreciation for cities, the way that they're constructed, just the difference in lifestyle. I don't think I could live in a city um, for a massively extended period of time, but I definitely understand the pull towards cities now after traveling around America. And I also came home and had a much more of an appreciation for our own cities that we have here, like Sydney. And yeah, it was just cool to notice that as well. All right, next one, milkshake or smoothie? I feel like it depends what mood I'm in. Like I love myself a banana protein smoothie, but then I also love a milkshake and I haven't had a milkshake for so long. Aaron always gets chocolate milkshakes when we go out because he doesn't like hot drinks. So he doesn't have like tea or coffee or anything. Sometimes he might have a hot chocolate, but he'll go for like a chocolate thick shake or a chocolate milkshake. And I'm always like, maybe I should have got a milkshake, but then I can't really drink milk anyway because it makes me sick. So I'm going to stick with the almond milk banana smoothie. (laughs) Uh, Cold mornings rugged up with a blanket and a cup of tea or warm poolside evenings. Oh guys, you know what one I'm going to go for. Obviously the warm poolside evenings. Although like I do love just being rugged up in a blanket, like maybe like watching a movie or reading a book with a cup of tea and just like chilling out, relaxing too. But yeah, I feel like if I was going to choose one, definitely those warm poolside evenings for me. Uh, Summer or winter, duh, summer for me. Um, Sunrise or sunset? 
look, like I want to be a morning person. And I do have to admit now that Ollie is sleeping more, I really do appreciate my mornings a lot more because I get up earlier before he wakes up. So I get up about like six o'clock now and I've got about an hour to myself to just kind of do my thing, like do my workout, do my morning routine, have a shower, do my skincare, hopefully sit and have a cup of tea before he wakes up and just kind of get myself ready for the day, put a load of washing on, do my journaling, write out my to-do list, that kind of stuff. But I don't know, like I just find I'm in a better mood for sunset, I think. Sunrise feels like a bit of an effort still, unless I'm already out of the house. Anyway, I'm on a tangent. I don't want to be giving you guys massively long-winded answers for each of these. Uh, Going out or staying in? Like I'm torn because I do really love a night in, especially if it's with friends and we're having like a dinner party or something. But then I think because the novelty of going out has been taken away from us for so long now, I'm like, I would really just love to go down to like, you know, like we've even just got a little restaurant bar that's on the beachfront down the road from our house. And I'm like, what I would give to have a nachos and a glass of wine down at the beachfront at that restaurant. So I don't know, I feel pulled between that one at the moment. Interesting to see once lockdown has finished. Um, what would change? Oh my goodness. Excuse me. Sorry. I had to sneeze. What would change for me there? Uh, pizza or burgers? Oh, that's again, such a hard one. Cause I love both. I really, really, really love both, but I'm going to say burgers because we've been having pizza for dinner every Sunday for the last few weeks. So I might be getting a little bit pizzaed out, which I didn't think was possible. Uh, it's funny actually, while we were in America, why is this episode so focused on our America trip? Anyway, while we were in America, I kept a tally of the amount of burgers and pizzas that we ate. And I can't remember how many it was, but it was a lot. Like there was a lot of food consumed on that trip. It was so good. Honestly, I could live off pizza and burgers. Oh, and Taco Tuesdays over there too. Oh my gosh. So good. Uh, Maple syrup or honey? I think when I was younger, I would have said honey because I loved honey crumpets when I was little and honey on my wheat bix when I was growing up for breakfast. But now I'm a massive maple syrup gal. I love maple syrup. I think because I make protein pancakes a lot for my breakfast, love protein pancakes. So of course, you've got to have maple syrup with your pancakes. So yeah, I would I would say I'm leaning more towards that. I also like maple syrup if I make a hot cacao and uh, sorry, a spiced cacao. So I make my cacao and I put some maple syrup. And then I also put a drop of orange essential oil, cardamom essential oil, ginger essential oil, and cinnamon. Wow. I'm impressed that I remembered that because it's been over a year since I've made that because I was reading that it's not good to ingest essential oils while you're pregnant. There's no studies done on it and things like that. So just to be more on the safe side, because I used to have that every night. I used to have one of them. And then when I felt pregnant, I was like, oh, like I don't want to be consuming things that, you know, haven't been tested or, you know, whatever. And then same thing, like you just never know whether you can be ingesting these things like essential oils because they're such a high uh, dilution rate. Is dilution the word? Concentration rate. Um, I just never know like what's the impact of that being in like my bloodstream or does it go into my breast milk or that kind of stuff. So 
I'm impressed that I remember that recipe, but if you have a chance to try it out, oh my gosh, amazing. Like just make it on the stovetop or put it all in a milk frother if you have one of them. So I just do almond milk. I do, um, yeah, like I said, uh, like about a tablespoon. I don't really measure things anymore, guys, when I'm cooking. So like I just do like a bit of maple syrup and then a drop each of orange essential oil, cardamom essential oil, ginger essential oil, and uh, I can't remember the other one that I just mentioned. There was four. Anyway, not going to get stuck up on that. Uh, so yeah, I'd say maple syrup now. Wine or cocktails? Hmm. I don't drink that much anymore since I've had Ollie. Again, a habit that just kind of went out the window a little bit while I was pregnant because you can't drink alcohol. And then I've been breastfeeding for the last nine, nearly 10 months as well. So um, I'm going to say wine just because it's a bit easier and it's like my go-to. I mean, I do love a bit of a cocktail every now and then too, but I also feel like when I'm over in Bali, it's like I get a bit cocktailed out because they're so sweet. So maybe I'll say wine. Maybe I'll say a mimosa. That's like a mixture of both. It's a wine cocktail, right? Uh, Tea or coffee? Again, I'm torn because I am a coffee girl now that I've had Ollie and I've realized what extreme sleep deprivation feels like. And I never really used to be a coffee drinker before Ollie came along, but I do love herbal tea as well. I'm going to say tea because I definitely drink more tea than coffee. Love a herbal tea, obsessed with puka tea at the moment. I have their fresh start or their turmeric and ginger in the morning, first thing when I wake up before I have my coffee. And then I am also obsessed with rooibos and vanilla tea from Aldi at the moment is amazing. And then I've also got my nighttime puka blends as well from uh, from Puka. So the normal, like their OG nighttime blend, and they've just got a new berry blend as well, which is amazing. And I'm loving them too. So yeah, let's say tea because I love tea. Uh, in extrovert or introvert? I feel like I'm a mix of both. I feel like I love being around people. I really miss that connection with other people at the moment. But then I also notice that too much time with other people or not enough time to recharge my batteries does leave me feeling a bit tired. So I think I'm in the middle with that one. And my last one is Instagram or TikTok. Uh, again, I can't choose. I love both. I've really been getting stuck in TikTok vortexes lately because they're just so funny. Their algorithm really has me pinned to a T and every like I go on when I'm on the for you like scroll. Oh my God. Like there's just so many funny ones and just so many people just being absolutely ridiculous and yeah, look, I'm here for a good TikTok scroll. But in saying that, I absolutely love Instagram. I love Instagram for the platform that it is, for the business that it's been able to help me to create and build, for the beautiful connections that I'm able to build. Like I get messages every single day from you guys. So yeah, like I really can't go past Instagram as well. And I do really love the OG Instagram. So Yes. Anyway, enough about me and my responses for all of these questions. I'm so intrigued to hear about what some of your answers are, to hear about some of the different conversations that you guys have been starting to have with other people in your lives as well. And like I said, I'll open up 
the question box on Instagram later tonight and over in the podcast group as well. So come and join me. Let's have a little bit of fun. Let's get a little bit lighthearted. And thank you so much for being here with me. I'll see you next episode. Bye-bye. If you liked this episode, I would love for you to screenshot and tag me on Instagram. You guys have no idea how much that absolutely makes my day. I get such a big smile on my face. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. And I hope that you have gotten something from this episode. If you want to hang out more, you can search the Nourishing Amy podcast community in Facebook and come and join our group. We're talking all things life, love, overwhelm and everything in between. You can share your funny memes, your stories, and all of the life stuff. If you would like to get in contact with me, please don't hesitate to reach out and shoot me a message on Instagram. You can find me at amy underscore Rankin. Last but not least, it really helps to support my podcast when you subscribe and leave a review on whatever app it is that you listen to this podcast on. I am just a little independent podcaster and every subscribe and review helps my podcast to be seen and heard by more people and to help more people get their sparkle back. Thank you again so much for being with me and have a fantastic day.